It's time to rock and roll! Okay, it's not just me, right? Like, everyone opens up, like, a million tabs on their computer. <laughs> yeah. And they have to... You're not okay. alone. Okay, good, because I... It's it's bad right now. I gotta clean this <laughs> shit out. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome back morning. to another episode of the Waffle Press Movie Hangouts. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co-host, Universa. Hello, good to uh, see you this morning. Yeah, yeah. I uh, oh, shout out to Gene for getting tickets to a, a early secret Bleachers show. Um, I am now a fan of the Bleachers. I know they're not called the Bleachers, but yeah. I like them yeah. now. Yeah. Um, was not aware of their existence, and oh. now I love them, and I listen to them all the time. So thank you, Gene, for that. That's, that's great. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Unexpectedly, yeah. Yeah. No, that that was a fun night. Um. Mm-hmm. And we're joined by a very special guest today because this is going to be a very educational podcast. <laughs> um, Le- Lexi Van Dyke, filmtwitter.com, uh, the host of Schooled by Cinema. She's here to school us on cinema <laughs> and catch us up on the last semester that I flunked out on. Uh, Lexi, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm so excited to chat with you guys and, you know, not to be too, be too serious. It can be a little fun, a little bit of a fun class. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we have fun here. Um, yeah. uh, I was on uh, uh-huh. a while back to talk about uh, Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing," uh-huh. um, which is an, an incredible movie. Um, yes. And and I'm just, uh, I still feel like there's so much more to talk about with that one, but uh-huh. a lot of people yeah. can talk about that one too. Um, I just want to thank you again for having me on for that. Of um, course, that was a great episode. I really am enjoying uh, going through this process. My second season was on screenwriting and so i did a, a focus on screenwriters and then we also did like a special episode on the save the cat book which was really oh. fun to talk <laughs> talk about yeah the screenwriter of uh blank check uh-huh snow dogs or no uh stop for my mom will shoot stop for that my mom will yeah. shoot yes but if you haven't seen that movie that's a interesting <laughs> one it is yeah arnold tricked stone into making that movie I know that's just a <laughs> wild case of like nineties mm-hmm. screenwriting yeah. and, the, and the getting the biggest paycheck ever between him He's, and like Shane yeah. Black and the other ones. Mm-hmm. And then I think that I think that screenwriter just coasted off of those two movies the rest of his life, and then he just did books. Yeah, he just yeah. wrote this book and then kind of lived off of that book and like doing seminars with that book and doing mm-hmm. screen punch up screenwriting punch ups and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and then he died, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. M- most people do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm very fascinated by that guy. Sorry to interrupt you, but, yeah. No, not at all. He, like, his career, like, I really enjoyed reading that book because it was very much, like, a getting an ins and outs of the, quote-unquote, Hollywood business, mm-hmm. especially at the time. Like, I feel like that book says a lot more about 90s cinema than a lot of other books that mm-hmm. write about that time because it, it so exists in this like kind of tunnel vision of what he was going through mm. and i i may he may have done like a updated version but i don't think that like they changed it at all for any uh, other editions so yeah i know yeah i think he did like a second edition or something yeah like he added added more about uh making stopper my mom will shoot or something <laughs> yeah and he doesn't talk about Blink Check like at all. It's no, so funny because yeah. he doesn't discuss 
or really stop around and at least in the edition i read mm-hmm. stop around or shoot at all like he doesn't discuss his movies which i think yeah. is so funny that he mm-hmm. discussed those it was just breaking down all these others other movies other movies yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> You could break down both movies, but yeah, I don't know. I like Blank Check as a kid. Like, that was fun. Like, child's fantasy movie. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. It, but I think the weirdest part of that but that movie, if you go back and watch, is, like, the fact that, like, this 25-year-old woman is supposedly, like, digging on this 11-year-old. Oh, it's like, yeah. You're like, what yeah. is going on here? Total, How did this happen? Mm-hmm. Total child fantasy movie. <laughs> You know? so i've not seen blank check so oh, that no. just threw oh, me for a loop right now <laughs> it's a it's like a disney channel movie yeah yeah it's like disney channel original movie like 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 there was like luck of the irish or like johnny tsunami well, I think this is actually like a movie movie they like distributed oh okay theaters yeah it was like during the time they were doing like richie rich and mm-hmm. um like I, I, they do like angels and outfield or like in yeah. other films like that mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks, like those Mighty Ducks, of yeah. yeah, exactly. Emilio, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, um, yeah, I don't know. Those were like, I think those were like fairly good, like Disney movies at the time. Like yeah. I liked Angels on the Outfield, you know. Like they don't feel as like Disney fied, I guess, as their movies now. You know, they're like they were a little bit more raw, like yeah. even the Sandlot and stuff, mm-hmm. where they t- they kind of discuss uh being a kid mm-hmm. in a realistic way yeah of, like towing the line be- especially at that time when you're kind of a teenager towing the line between like being a kid and like growing up a little bit exactly yeah and i think is the sandlot a decent movie i think it is uh no it's like well it might be now because it's fox I yeah it's okay fox. It's yeah fox. it is yeah, technically yeah. a love love the sandlot but yeah no that was like an interesting appeared in disney like it reminds me of uh their movies during the 80s which is just funny because i just saw i just got this from the black (laughs) vincent from the black hole oh part of the 80s disney i Mm -hmm. haven't seen that one i think that's Um, probably like the only one i haven't seen yeah no it's 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 a good movie i think Like it has um what's his name from Jackie Brown who passed away in twenty twenty. Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester, he's yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. And he just kinda like adds like such dimension to the movie because they're like yeah. around all these like weird characters or they're trying to basically do Star Wars, but like yeah. they don't really get like what appealed to kids about Star Wars. <laughs> and uh there's like the trippiest if you like watch the movie all the way through because it's like I think it has like a good soundtrack like it has a fairly good story but it's mm-hmm. more like the visuals or just the fact it gets so dark but the last like 10 minutes are just basically Disney's version of the uh was it the 2001 uh mm-hmm. Starbridge or the Star Child sequence where it's just like it gets trippy and it's just like there's like visions of like heaven and hell in like a Disney <laughs> movie so yeah, definitely check out the black hole before i, I will because yeah. that was like really when disney was kind of in a in a right. black hole i yeah, guess i yeah, could say no, of right. its yeah. own it was like very much in the weeds at that time until the little mermaid came along which yeah. i mean to t- touch base on what i'm going to be discussing mm-hmm. next i'm gonna be doing animation next which mm-hmm. i'm very Ooh. excited about so because i love animation i think it's like fascinating a fascinating subject so i'm very excited yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because animation's a we're we're big proponents for animation on this yeah. podcast too. So like, 
yeah, I, I can't wait to see what you end up covering there. Um, well, I guess I should say what the podcast is about. I don't know if I'd like yeah. based on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. But, but I, I was realizing I was just like going off. Was, um, but yeah, I kind of break down different parts of this, the filmmaking process. The first season, obviously, what I did with Diego and a few mm-hmm. other people. Um, I, ha- I did uh, cinematography and then last season was screenwriting and now animation. Just kind of like to demystify and kind of re-educate ourselves on like what these parts of the film process are because I think we get a little bit lost sometimes in what actually makes uh makes that part of a movie special and what how that plays into the larger part of film yeah and I think that's a really important way to talk about film too because I think so many people see it as like almost this untenable yeah like maybe even quasi like religious thing Mm -hmm. and you know like art in some cases can be like a religion of people but they they see it like as almost like too like it has to be too pure like how do i do that and it's like really at the end of the day you're just putting stuff together with people around you and i think yeah and i think there's like this very much a kind of where there's like this is auteur theory kind of idea Mm -hmm. and it's kind of come back into fashion as like we see like this uh deification of people like Christopher nolan and all this i'm Mm -hmm. not saying that they're not great artists but i think that they're just used to be a more um like a work a day process because it used to be just jobs that ra- people sometimes would randomly fall into and they would just be a part of the larger you know and end up being like oh I like this and then you just start going down this path and then you end up being you know whatever Roger Deakins or whatever and it's just like this used to be something that people would kind of uh take time to really build the skill in and I think that that's something that's kind of gotten lost a little bit yeah i completely yeah. agree with that like on on every level even you know like yeah there's some discourse right now even in the film criticism world like chris stuckman who has straight up said like he doesn't consider himself a film critic anymore uh-huh. because he's yeah. making movies now yeah. which i i think is perfectly acceptable and fine and yeah people seem to be very upset that he said that and then said <laughs> Uh, to me, a very normal thing where, you're right. like, you know, I think we should talk about how movies like Madam Web get to become Madam Web, not so much blaming the people who right. worked on the movie. Yeah. Their I circumstances think that's, that's led to this. So you know. important because yeah. there are so many steps in the filmmaking process. As I was like looking at screenwriting, like that mm-hmm. is such an evolution of a process. Like you could start <laughs> off with the kernel of idea and flush it out, and then it goes ends up going through like three or four of the people to the director who changes even more and it's like not even anywhere near where you first um started off with in the process yeah yeah well i was gonna say the the thing that was going around with the screenwriters from madam webb and they're like look at all these bad movies that they did like exodus or they did some like other they also did morbius morbius Morbius. yeah 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 and it's like people are like yeah look at it's like well i think like well one they're still more successful than most people but like also yeah. mm-hmm. like two like yeah it's like i don't think like it's just on them for like these movies <laughs> it's like sony and like, there's not. so many other factors than like these two screenwriters you know like they did i frankenstein and it's just like you know it's like who cares you know yeah like at the end of the day it's people doing jobs to make a living yeah you know yeah. like we can like 
debate quality all live long day mm-hmm. but then you also <laughs> you know have to talk about how do you mm-hmm. get to that point you know why yeah. like maybe maybe they have like like a banger like out of nowhere yeah, and you're like how did that happen and then yeah. it turns out if you read their stuff it's like actually they're pretty you know they're pretty good writers or even just like yeah. baseline competent yeah um something happens in the studio system where that it becomes very hard to pull off mm-hmm. yeah you know? they're so they're living the dream yeah hey dude i'd fucking sell out to make a living <laughs> like that i'm just morbius i'll write two. five morbius in a world where it's harder and harder to make a living that way you have to... i understand the idea of being like why is it what they're doing at a better quality if they're doing so much of it but it's also like you don't know what happens in between A and B to make it happen that way. And like, they, yeah. maybe they just like, they work really well with everyone there in, in the system working with on like in the, mm-hmm. in the business, maybe people love working with them. That goes so much farther sometimes, especially when movies are guaranteed to at least make back the budget when it comes to these kinds of things that goes so much farther than sometimes we realize yeah and uh, even on like um apart from the screenwriting side like i think of like steve yedlin um Uh ryan johnson's friend and cinematographer um like in between looper and the last jedi do you know what movie he shot no what san andreas it's like why did he do that and it's like well because he's got to make a living yes it's fine like he's not like some hack because of that you know like (laughs) Whatever about that movie, it's just like right. dude's got to pay bills. That, that's it. Yeah, all I've it never is. seen it's it. Fine. Um, you're good. Yeah. And, but... <laughs> and, and what happens is that the the idea is that the you know the cream always comes to the top. Like the the pot the positive the things that we really enjoy watching end up being the ones that stand out. But you also need like not every movie is going to be a hundred percent wonderful, fabulous all the time. Like that's just the way art goes. Especially mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the insane process that these superhero movies have gone through in the last 10 years. It's like you're bound to hit this end point at some point and Madame Webb and all of these things just happen to fall at that point. Yeah, like it, it was it was bound to happen. You're totally right. Like it's just it's all been building to this and something else yeah. will come in the next couple of years yes. and then that'll be great and then that'll go through with the same thing and exactly. You know, that's just the it's the end result of late stage <laughs> yeah. capitalism. So once we deal with that, stuff will get more interesting again. Um we we can go more into like what we think about the future of cinema in a second, but okay. I'm curious like like Lexi, when you like how did you fall in love with movies? Was there like a moment or is it one of those things where it's kind of always been there for you? Um, I think it's, so I, I, I kind of peeked at the story before, but the real reason is that I think I came up in the time when the rental, the VHS rental economy was like booming and it was just a part of your life of going to the movie theater, of going to the rental, uh, rental, um, store and VHS rental and like just picking something out and wandering and viewing and kind of curating off of the art and the back of the and what it says in the back of the VHS and so I think that played a lot into it just I am from a small town there wasn't much else to do the it was right down the street from our house and what else is there to do in the summertime except like rent a movie every day and watch it or more you know um also I'm 
I tend to love art a lot. Uh, it's kind of what I studied. And I remember just really loving the film classes the most. They were the ones that were, it, feel, it feels accessible, but it's also, there's so much, so many different types of it when it comes to movies about how you, how you process it. Like it can be very simple. It can be something that makes you laugh or it can make something that makes you feel even more, or it can just like be, you know, something like an animation where it's something you can actually see that's you know, very beautiful to watch. So I think that there's just a lot there to unpack. Um, and I just, I just love, I don't know. There's just so much there. Like how could you not enjoy it? Yeah, like I, I very rarely, even nowadays, hear people be like, I don't like movies, you know? <laughs> what I do hear is, mm -hmm. oh, I can't really sit down and watch a movie that yeah. often, you know? Like yeah. it's a lot of focus. But they'll mm -hmm. maybe scroll on TikTok. And this isn't even against TikTok or anything like that. <laughs> but they'll like, they'll scroll for TikTok for hours or they'll go on YouTube yeah. for hours or they'll they'll throw something on Netflix for hours in the background. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I, I, I don't even think that's inherently a problem, but I do think it's Ooh. like, we did lose something when we phased out the physical media side of this, you know, yeah. like as of, as of this recording, like Best Buy is like done with physical media. Yeah, yeah. I think we're about to bounce back in a way. Cause I think collecting stuff is getting really popular. Right. Like is even it? for like yeah. vinyl records and stuff like that. Like Gene, you collect vinyls, right? Uh, no, no. Why do I think you did? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We have. I know we have a lot of friends that do. Maybe that's Yeah. Right. I just assumed. No. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I've been in your um, house like a bunch of times, and I just, I just like, yeah, yeah of course he does. Like, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you know for Best Buy if it's like just physical media of just movies, or is it physical media of like anything? Like, I don't know, I like it's CD. Pretty much everything. Like they are like, not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you buy at Best Buy? Like. That's, electronics. Guess, yeah, electronics. <laughs> okay. But it's just yeah. gonna all end up going the way, at least in Best Buy and stuff, it's gonna end up going the way of the dodo, I think, because people just can get their stuff at Target or Walmart or whatever, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But there are a lot of really cool uh, physical media, you know, companies mm -hmm. putting out really awesome stuff, and like that's really great. But it's just it's it, it can be expensive. That's the mm -hmm. only thing, and yeah. I. But the thing is, I've noticed the last couple of times I've gone to Goodwill that DVDs have gone up in price. So I think oh. they're noticing more people <laughs> purchasing them. Like, it's just a dollar, but I've noticed it. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they are getting more people coming in and, like, searching for stuff. Mm -hmm. Probably. I think yeah. So. I mean, even yeah. VHSs, there's, like, a certain, like, nostalgia to that now. Where people, like, love, like, oh, like, I have the VHS filter on this app and... Like, I'm going to record my vlog like that or whatever. And it's like, hey, like, whatever gets you interested, you know? Like, I, I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely try and track down VHS. I try to track down special ones that, like, I'm not going to find anywhere else. Or, like, things that have a nostalgic, uh, you know, feeling for me. Um, because my grandma still has, like, her entire VHS collection, and I'm assuming that will probably go to me one day, because no one else in my family cares. Um, but, yeah, so I think that, I think that there is, the only problem is that, like, when it comes to collecting this kind of stuff is, like, storage is always a issue when it comes to this kind of stuff. VHS is harder, but I know DVD, some people are doing the whole, like, putting stuff in a CD, CD holder again. 
which I think is like such a great use of, you know, space. If you want to hold on to physical media and you're okay throwing away the cases or whatever, or storing them somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to do that with like my games and like, I'm not yeah. really a gamer <laughs> anymore. Um, like I have a PlayStation five now, but yeah. I'll be honest. That was just for Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, that that's such a great way of like, of monetizing your space or maybe monetizing yeah. the word, but like, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Um, I do love a good steel book, but those yeah. seem to be like design wise. It's not, it's not really hitting for me. So again, I, I have no like loyalty to keep in the boxes or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Know? Like, yeah. 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 Even so. if you can just like store the boxes in a closet somewhere or in your garage <laughs> where you can maybe yeah. access it one day if you have a place, but like you want to have that in your living room. So you're able to, you know, grab it and watch what you want. Hmm. Um, and another question, what what do you think drove you to start the podcast? Like, I mean, we kind of talked about it already, like, you yeah. know, demystifying of it. But is that it was do you think that was like that kind of covers that that base already? Or do you think there's well, like more to that? Just there's a there, of course, it's a lot of discussion out there about about film. But I just think that there's it comes down to a lot of people's interpretation and I kind of like the idea of looking at what went into the process because I'm very much of a why person like why did that happen um and I think a lot of this comes up when people are are trying to figure out like is that CGI or is that practical or is it a mix of it I mean I'm still kind of I'm like such a noob when it comes to that stuff still I'm still trying to decide what or figure out what makes what because sometimes it's so seamless you don't even mm -hmm. realize and I think that's part of the reason why and especially like I part of the reason I kicked off the cinematography is because that felt like something that would go under the bucket of like a director which it could kind of but it usually comes down to the cinematographer grasping onto what a director is trying to portray and then using their skills to um capture that no that's i really mean well I, said, yeah. I think that's that's also a great point too because like even a master like john carpenter like he's he's very vocal about demystifying everything he's like yeah. i don't know i did halloween because i needed money <laughs> you know and it's like yeah congratulations you made a masterpiece mm -hmm. um but like he great art can come out of commerce and i think that that's yeah. that's something that's kind of lost i'm like mm -hmm. i feel like there's not really a lot of there are a lot of suffering artists out there but it's like you have to be able to do something correctly in order to get the funding for it so yeah kind yeah of you know, where it and it's like from. i think um it, it's it, it also comes from like a place of like necessity from like just having to like survive <laughs> You know, yeah, we could talk yeah, about like, oh, I got it, this idea. Ooh. We want to make this great thing, whatever. And it's like you yeah. could talk about it forever, but like at some point, you just have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah it's a, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's a good motivator, I guess. Money, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and again, again, someone like John Carpenter, who's just like so half-assedly talking about his stuff he's mm -hmm. like yeah you know i talked about the thing a lot yeah like, right. yeah that's my best movie it's like we all know we all know <laughs> the best movie. yeah um, yeah but then he'll talk about like his cinematography he's like yeah you know i kind of know where i want the camera to go uh i kind of just need a cinematographer for lighting you know? i was like that's real i don't know the light stuff or sound i don't know sound so i'll have someone yeah, else do that it's yeah. like that's great i love that mm -hmm. you know i love hearing that, that literally can't do it all 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Count. Not enough uh, space in your head to memorize like every <laughs> single like lighting setup and you know thing to know because yeah, I'd rather give it to a you know a cinematographer to yeah, deal absolutely. with that any day. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I guess a, a last question specifically pertains to like the podcast yeah. is like, you know. Do you think education ever stops? Like, is there a point where you think like, all right, that's enough now? Or do you think like, mm. maybe you can keep going? As someone who like believes that education should never stop, I'm going to have to say it never stops. <laughs> yeah. Just because I feel like, I mean, it just comes to any point, any part of my life or any anything. I just think once you stop learning, you start like you, you kind of stop living a little bit because you feel like you know everything and, and you stop experiencing things in new ways because you're kind of hardened to that idea and you're unaccepting of it mm-hmm. not to be like too deep but that's just kind no, of no no go for it no <laughs> yeah yeah please do yeah i mean at least for me and i feel like and also i feel like there's so much so many movies there's so much to tackle you can watch a new movie every day for the rest of your life and still not tackle like barely a third of what has been created. And I think as we're coming, as we're bringing up physical media and stuff, I feel like it's just very important to um, hold on to these pieces of artwork. And and that's why I try and grab things that I think are, are like special or unique or whatever if I can because like who knows what's going to happen to that down the line as stuff just goes straight to streaming and all these mergers are happening and who owns what it's like we might not even be able to get anything anymore like in the next 10 years who knows what's going to be happening yeah where there's a lost media too yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and well, and like at that point it's like you know piracy is a, is a, is a subject matter that uh-huh. People have a lot of feelings on, so I'm not going to say one way or the other whether it's good or bad. It is a thing yeah. that exists. We can all agree yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, but let's say hypothetically, if if there were there was media that was created and no company or organization is going to work to upkeep it or keep it available to the public, yeah. And someone got a Blu-ray rip or even a DVD rip of it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, is that not art preservation? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just spitballing here. Mm-hmm. So if you find it, it, any of that I, stuff online, I, I don't know. It's, it's worth yeah. going to. Art preservation. It's like yeah. underground art preservation in my, I feel, because it's like, if the companies aren't going to have it available to you, what other options do you have? Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, that movie, The Monuments Men. I don't think that, that is, You're the first person to bring up Monuments Men in like <laughs> a decade on yeah. planet Earth. <laughs> it came out a month, a year, uh, 10 years ago. But yeah, That's, it's like. Don't uh, say that. That's so fucking awful. It's like the, uh, you know, all the people during like art preservationists during World War II were trying to like, like get back all the paintings that the Nazis oh, okay. like is took. This, is this George Clooney? George Clooney, yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's like kind of like a dad movie sort yeah. of movie. <laughs> That's all he makes now, except that. Niche. Yeah, except that really depressing movie he made for Netflix on the Arctic. Oh, I forgot about that. One. Yeah, he just makes dad movies, but Boys in the Boat, you know, okay, I just okay. don't see Dad's need movies too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, kind of like that, you know. Yeah, you just absolutely. Steal, steal the art to preserve and keep away from 
like David Zasloff's of the world oh, or Bob Iger's, you know? Worst oh, yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. They're not going to let us work for them. I could say that. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. It's like it's a it's a strange time. I do think we're going to reach this point where a lot of like genuinely independent stuff, and I don't mean stuff by funded by A twenty four. Nothing against A twenty four, but that is yeah. You know that's that that's a motion picture company. They are right? like a major studio now at this point. They're not. I mean, they're independent in terms of funding, but they are mm-hmm. like a major studio. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're going to start seeing more stuff like the Skinamarinks or the Terrifiers mm-hmm. or yeah. Yeah. we're all going to the World's Fair. It's like people getting yeah. really um, experimental or aggressive in the terms of ter- Terrifier 2, you know, like just trying to get stuff in people's face. Now, yeah. that's neither inherently good or bad. I just think it's something that's going to happen. And I'm very interested in seeing that because all those movies also went to theaters, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and with uh, we're all going to the World's Fair didn't really make money, but it got enough for the director, Shane, Jane, uh, Shunbrun to make what is apparently a very good movie at Sundance, and I'm very excited to see it. I know, I'm excited Um, to see it also. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's unfortunately, it's like a lot of creating our own avenues outside of the Hollywood space, and we're going to see what that looks like this decade. So I'm I'm interested. I'm uh, still stressed. Yeah, people are saying that the next, this is going to be like a reemergence of almost like 70s type cinema Mm. again, which we're Mm. kind of seeing a little bit of. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we still have, you know, A twenty four and mm-hmm. Jason Blum doing their thing on the on the on their end, but but you can also see these creators kind of taking it into their own hands, like with Jordan Peele taking Dev Patel's movie and mm-hmm. distributing, helping him distribute it to theaters. I think that they are that there is like in Christopher Nolan wanting to have stuff in theaters. Like you see people wanting to preserve that, and it's you know creating this. Uh, creating this next avenue for arts and film in the next 10 years or so. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It, it's an interesting time to be alive. Um, <laughs> it is for many reasons, but for many, definitely many the reasons, film yeah. world. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But looking back to the present now, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. we always like to talk about what we've been watching recently. There's, yeah. it's a, this is also why it's like such a, an exciting time. It's like, there's nothing really out in theaters right now. Like there's like, um, there's some yeah there's, there's, there's some yeah. stuff. Yeah, but it's there's like major. stuff came out already. Nothing big enough to. I think the Bob Marley movie is actually doing quite good. Yeah, I haven't seen mm-hmm. it yet. I saw um, it yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. We we just talked about what we've been watching recently. Gene, do you yeah. want to talk about it? Uh yeah. No, it was fine. I mean, saw it saw it on the on the lot in the afternoon, so it was cool. But like, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of. Like it's not like a bad movie, but like the um, like kind of like I guess for some like music biopics, I always think of like Dewey Cox, where it's just <laughs> kind of like never leaves your head after like watching that. Like, but it's like I don't know, it's more feels like at least it's more meaningful or like kind of like it cares more than let's say like something like Bohemian Rhapsody, where they're yeah. just like making making shit up, <laughs> like just making up entire like parts of that guy or freddie mercury's life that just didn't happen <laughs> yeah you know so it's like at least it's not that it's just kind of like yeah you know it's just it's nice it's a nice movie i guess it's like you know learn more about his life or who he was you know it's yeah i've heard bensley king of deer is like very mm-hmm. good in it and he's good Gianna in it, yeah. taylor's in it and i love her she's fantastic and i'm mm-hmm. 
I think it's just like there has been such a high bar for biopics in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. It's yeah. like it's it you either have to like hit that high bar or you kind of fall a little short, I think. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like there might not have been as much creativity in this biopic as other ones have. Right. Yeah. It's so little, that's kind yeah. of what happens sometimes. But I'm, you know, glad the story get is getting told and people are, are mm-hmm. you know, interested in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot that actor was Bob Marley because he disappears into that role. But um, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, yeah, he was like he was um, he was in the Barbie movie. Yes, he's one of the best parts of the Barbie movie. Yeah, he's like he's very solidly good, and like you could just see him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he's, he's just gonna make his way through, and you know, yeah, be Secret Invasion. People that doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't That's count. Not real. And then uh, that doesn't exist. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's the uh, he's the go to Obama too. I think he's played yeah he played Obama recently. Oh yes, I think he did in that movie. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Yeah, he was Obama. So yeah, it was a good uh, it was a good Obama. But yeah, no, he's great. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, I would uh, recommend that movie if you're a Bob Marley fan. I don't know, it's not too too much I could say more about it, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. All right, uh, Lexi, what have you been watching recently? I'm watching all kinds of things. I've been kind of on a trying to be good about Letterboxd. Uh, Mm. I'm trying to remember to log (laughs) my stuff. Always log, yeah. (laughs) I'm I was not good for a long time. I'm trying to be good, like for new stuff, old stuff that I've seen like a ton of times. Like I watched like some '90s comedies the last couple days because I've been deep cleaning my house, so it's like Mm -hmm. good to have on in the background. Um, but the um, uh things I've been watching, like I saw under the skin recently because mm. i was like i should watch some of his stuff jonathan glazer yeah really haven't seen anything mm-hmm. i really don't know if i can physically handle watching zone of interest zone but of i'm interest. like i want to get watch more of his stuff and so I yeah Skin was on hbo and then his stuff is on criterion so i'm gonna try and watch birth sometime in the next yeah. week or two both both the birth is good i was gonna say i i saw yeah. zone of interest yeah. Uh, last week um and it's it's a good movie yeah it's, it's a very difficult watch because it's just yes. like yeah the subject matter and then just kind of like like they you know like it's it does it, like it's heavy but it's like it's it's more like because they it's like they don't show anything and it's just yeah. you know leaving it to your like imagination so it's yeah it's, yeah it's hard to watch yeah so you yeah know. absolutely um so yeah so i've been trying to watch that and then i watched um madam webb of course <laughs> oh good yeah i watched it too we were just talking about it before recording and i was like jokingly like oh we can ask our guest about it too but I, mm-hmm. now we can <laughs> have you guys both seen it i i I'm saw it. thursday yeah okay. okay researching uh spiders in the amazon <laughs> yeah i can't believe they didn't have that line of the movie of i was course. yeah like, I, was, I was mad too. do you feel like they i don't know like for sony like because people are like they know what they're doing in like making these kind of like memeable uh-huh. sort of like movies but like i i can't i can't i don't i, can't, I don't yeah agree. i can't see I, I agree with eugene i don't agree with whoever said that but yeah i can't I see them can't like smart. intentionally make something like that i just yeah. feel like it has to be kind of a, a weird thing on its own for people to appreciate like you can't 
like be like oh that's going to become a meme so let's put it in no that's right, not yeah. how it works it's, they're not that smart no <laughs> yeah it's like the room almost you know it yes. just has to be that bad it just has to be the way it is um yeah. but yeah I, I i just think it's like not as awful as everyone is making out to me but right. i don't think it's like the best thing Good, ever yeah. either yeah. i yeah. think like the script is nonsensical and uh-huh. the villain was not good mm-hmm. but i just think i just i also think it was like a very weird choice to make it about like the buildup of this team but not actually make it about them yeah like it's like a prequel to a prequel almost mm-hmm. it was very odd um but yeah. i don't know i just think didn't think it was that bad like i just like okay this is another movie that they made you know <laughs> yeah because it's just it's so weird because it's like it's set in 2003 yeah and it's like you wouldn't you would wouldn't know that unless they kept panning to like blockbuster <laughs> or like what they did some like other pans or they're like they mentioned tivo yes or like uh, there was Daco- something else dakota johnson goes like i'm gonna watch american idol tonight yes <laughs> they do that it's so like and I really don't think she's that bad of what people are saying. Like, no, I don't think yeah. anyone is really that bad except no. for the villain. Like, the villain, I feel like yeah. they're all he just keeps, doing their thing. Yeah, he has, like, the way he talks, the guy that plays Ezekiel Sims, like, uh-huh. an actual Spider-Man character, is, like, he talks, like, such a weird, like, villain. I think ADR'd his entire ADR'd, performance. I, yeah. I heard they'd ADR'd yes. him. Like, yeah. all, yes. like, like uh, uh, Gene Carano and Haywire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's that's ADR'd. like insane yeah but it's like the way he talks too it's like not even that it's adr just like talks like i'm trying to think of like i forgot like what villain but he's going for like he's going for that sort of performance it's like like uh like what's his name oh he reminds me of like uh like the way he does it is like uh, uh jeff bridges and iron man where he's oh. like build this with okay. a box of scraps that's and it's so like that's funny. his whole thing <laughs> it's just such a like an odd movie or it's like stuff where it's like like they have i guess you know spoilers but it's like the birth of spider-man peter parker and it's like they cut before they say like what are you gonna name him <laughs> it's like... i did not t- hear i realized that until someone mentioned it on a podcast mm. i was like oh i absolutely missed the fact that like adam scott's name's ben yeah and yeah. and like all of that stuff it is like so weird to have emma roberts and soja man oh. like weirdly pop up in the movie i'm like yeah. what's going on it's like yeah you know i guess like also knowing she's like not a very nice person yeah <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make her like a good choice for like uh spider-man's mom <laughs> you know yeah. uh, but that does make scream for prophetic <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah masterpiece everyone watch yeah. scream for i know but yeah it's just um you know it's just like um it's just such a weird odd movie because it's like it's like a superhero movie but it's not because it's like they're only superheroes in the future yeah um it's like a sort of like chase movie but then it's not it's like it's yeah, kind of like, just a... like running the whole time yeah it's, it's, i think it's just gonna end up becoming like a weird cult like like showgirls type of thing but it's like going to end up being like the people are saying that like aquaman is kind of the aquaman 2 is like Hmm. the pinnacle but Mm -hmm. i feel like this is like really like yeah what people are gonna Uh dissect when they examine the end of 
comic book movies exactly for sure yeah because it's just there's so much like studio notes but then it's like it reminds me of that email that leak from all the sony stuff where it's like they want a aunt may spinoff and it's like well they're <laughs> like weird sort of like hyper fixations like amy, amy pascal she's like we need uh like a girl superhero movie because we need to hit this market in like quarter two and it's like it's so it's so bad it's just like i don't know like it's not like i felt like i wasted my time because it was just like it's funny like in like some of the it's stuff like, that... it's like weirdly funny and mm-hmm. like weird beats i just feel like I would love to watch like a commentary of someone reading all the emails back and forth about like how they made these choices Mm -hmm. in the movie. I feel like that would be like amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gene, you you mentioned the the email stuff from a while Mm -hmm. back and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure this was a project on the email, not specifically Madam Web. Yeah. But if everyone remembers, they were like, oh, we got... Yeah. Goddard and Sinister Six. We're mm-hmm. talking Tom Hardy as Sandman, yada yada. Mm-hmm. There's that that amazing like, oh, you guys have Doctor Strange email. We got fucking skyscraper Tom Hardy, and you're like, what are these people on? <laughs> um, I would have seen that yeah. movie by the way. There was a a, a Spider Man project that was specifically about like a, a team of Spider Women. They referred to it as like the glass ceiling, which is you know a, mm-hmm. a, uh-huh. a, an actual statement about like glass ceilings for women in yeah. industries and stuff like that. But Amy Pascal was like pitching really hard for this like Spider Woman team project. Mm-hmm. There was talks of it maybe being a Spider Verse spinoff at one point, mm-hmm. and then there was like live action stuff. We'll try to do like we're not going to do Sinister Six yet. We're going to try this instead, yeah. and I think this is what that project became. I that is my just complete theory. There's no knowledge on my half behalf of this. It's just mm-hmm. like it's just what I'm I mean that of. makes total sense. I also. It's so funny that her name is Madame Webb, even though she's uh, like 30. Right. Yeah. It's like it's the funniest yeah. choices ever. I don't know, but we digress. But like, right. Whatever. No, yeah, it, it's I like, mean, uh... well, Gene, like as nerds who didn't go out until we were like 25 <laughs> years old, mm-hmm. um, I think we're both in agreement that Madame Webb kind of like is not an interesting character. I don't uh, like her in the Spider-Man mythos. Yeah, I don't like, like the multiverse yeah. web of fate stuff. Uh huh. Um, she's just like kind of like a. She's just kind of like a. I don't know, like a plot device most of the time for warning Spider-Man of things. At least in the animated series, this is kind of like where I know her more from. It's just mm-hmm. she just like warns him about like, yeah. oh, this is gonna happen. She's more like a psychic. Yeah. I would say as opposed to like multiverse but like yeah she's just like kind of like you know kind of around and like um you know like like a supporting character in like a very like she's not even that big of a part of the universe you know no she's not but I still don't think she's that interesting yeah you know what I mean like, like, not, yeah yeah she's not interesting and I mean she was like yeah. a whole plot device in this movie to set up these like three characters right I guess yeah. are gonna be like the next era it's just like but how do they become spider people I like yeah, this is the question that yeah. does not answer in the movie I'm like they no. should have at least included also the part where these three girls become spider people because I'm right. like they're just in the future they do I'm like, oh, great. They go to the Something. spiders in the Amazon, the spider people. Ah, they're, okay. They're they're trying to do Terminator. 
with this, no, right? You know what? That... I was kind of, you know, I was thinking like they're trying to do um Hey Arnold. Where Hey Arnold, the parents go to the like green eyed people in the Amazon to like seek some oh, like wow. sort of queer. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of Hey Arnold analogies, I think. That is so funny. Oh if anyone gosh. watched Hey Arnold, yeah. Yes, but I don't think I ever got to that part or I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah, that that is deep, deep in the Hey Arnold, deep in the Hey Arnold war. Because <laughs> it's like his parents disappeared in the Amazon looking for, because they're like explorers. Oh, I do for, remember that. Yeah, yeah. they're looking for like, like a cure. Yeah, the the end of that the original run of the show I remember is him finding the map right and he runs yeah. to his grandma and grandpa I remember that I haven't yeah. thought about that they, in wow. so they did, long they did like a movie to like wrap it all up but like yeah huh. okay maybe you need to rewatch Harold it, it's, it's, a great it's show. actually yeah it's a good show like of all like the kids sort of things like it has a lot of like good messages or like yeah. deep storylines about like you know acceptance or like outcasts or like you know rich and poor That's yeah very, uh, and he had yeah. a football for a head that, yeah he was in the was super not... bowl Patrick <laughs> <laughs> stewart throws him look those commercials that was the best one by like a country mile and they were obviously <laughs> not in the same space because half of them are like animated characters anyways yep. right um but if you have all these like brands and stuff it reminds me of like when cartoon network would do those like those in between the shows commercials Bumpers, like, yeah. like, yes. johnny bravo yeah. and samurai jack at like washing clothes together and yeah. they're like someone said they're cruising which is just like hysterical yeah. Yeah. um but yeah it's like you know have, have fun with that at least you know yeah. don't just promote me yeah <laughs> but yeah from adam webb it just reminded me of like all the hey arnold like amazon stuff for some reason yeah green-eyed people of the spider tribe or something <laughs> so well, weird the good news is they're gonna keep making movies like this because they need to keep the spider-man movie right so uh, yeah, they're gonna keep pumping sure. these babies out that's something like, else i thought about too i was like did they like have to make this movie in order to keep the rights because that's such probably, like a yeah. well-known like fact that somebody just like has to keep making them right mm -hmm. no you know they're they have like a lot of characters inside characters from spider-man because yeah. it's like you know they need that Cra craven's gonna come out at some point this year yes craven um, and venom three I need, to, three. I need to see Venom 2. I haven't seen Venom it's 2. It's really good. Yeah. I actually yeah, think Venom heard, 2 is kind of fun. I've heard they're fun. I like I've the second Venom, one. but I saw it when I was like kind of drinking. So I don't mm, really mm. that about it. No, that's the way to do that. That's <laughs> yeah. the way to watch Venom. I, I had a couple drinks and then a Monster Energy drink. And I was like, all right, I'm in my gamer era. <laughs> uh -huh. And then go. I was like, yeah, I had a good time watching Venom. That's the only time I've ever watched Venom all the way through. Yeah. Uh -huh. That was that. <laughs> um there is a place yeah. for these movies <laughs> yeah yeah you know and then the, the the rest of these they're like they're just there's going to be shuffling them around um yeah and i know exactly how to solve sony's problem i know exactly how to make an actual spider-man universe work but they're not paying me so i can't tell them yes um, don't tell them <laughs> no, no um i i need to survive we could wrap up right now um mm -hmm. i guess i'll just uh, i'll mention really quick i it's funny, like I always used to try to watch like movies as often as possible, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to choose. Yeah. And then now I'm like so busy all the time. I'm like, ah, I'll throw something on, and then I'll watch yeah. like a movie like a day now, even yeah. though I feel like I have less time than ever before. Mm -hmm. So this week I watched like, um, the hell did I watch? I watched American Psycho on the big screen. Oh. Um, first time watching it on the big screen, and I've always like loved that movie. Yeah. Um, and then I was like rewatching it now. I was like, oh, this is like, this is probably a masterpiece. <laughs> I, I believe it is yes yeah 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I rewatched Dog Day Afternoon hmm. uh, oh, on, a, on a friend's that. projector screen, which was uh, this is also a masterpiece yes. and one of the Ooh. sweatiest movies ever made. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out Sydney Lumet, the boy, R.I.P. King, yes. ally sometimes and <laughs> questionable some other times, but very, <laughs> very they, interesting filmmaker. Weren't they all? <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. Whatever. He was born in like the 1800s or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna right. give him the pass. Um, yeah and then uh the hell did i just start oh i'm watching abbott i think everyone watches abbott elementary now basically Mm. rightfully so it's it's delightful and yes cracks me the hell up but um yeah i I got i got no hot takes to drop or anything else you 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 guys covered madam webb Mm -hmm. i'll tweet about it when i see it um yeah i'm sure i'll have thoughts uh on on that note uh, is there anything else you want to highlight or or hype up lexi you got the next season of the podcast Yes, um, it'll probably be starting or dropping at the end of March. So, like, yeah, starting yeah. the recording and this process in the next couple of weeks, and then we'll be dropping them from there. Cool, awesome. Um, links down to to your your Twitter account and mm-hmm. the, yeah. the show's uh, Twitter account and the 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 Apple Podcast down below. Um, mm-hmm. Gene, anything you want to promote? No, no, I think uh, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Well, Gene has a Twitter account too. Uh, it's on, oh, it's on, it's in the description. Don't worry. Yeah, Our stuff's in the description. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I will, no, no, you're good. You're good. Um, people, people, if they watch the show, they follow us. That's like, that's just, that's just how it goes. <laughs> um, and you could look forward to the next season of the failed award contenders retrospectives after this. Um, that when this episode goes up, at least one episode will be up on the Patreon. So mm-hmm. check that out. Um, failed award contenders season three. Fail Blockbuster season four later in the summer. Um, looking forward to that too. We're doing mm-hmm. a little spin on that and okay, one good. little mini retrospective in between mm-hmm. both of these seasons. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Well, thank like, you guys for having me on. If you if you didn't like this episode, like subscribe anyways, because you might find something you do <laughs> like. And thank you, Lexi, so much for joining us. Thank I hope you. Hope we guys. didn't keep you too long. No, not at mm-hmm. all. All right. Thank um, you. you're you're welcome back anytime. Um looking forward yeah, to that podcast course. and uh your your tweets are always uh, a delight to come across <laughs> oh, in the thank timeline. You. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everyone. We have been professionally unprofessional. <laughs>